I'm Camille. I'm Anita. And we're the Soul Sisters. Today we have a very special episode um, where we are going to tell you the story of how Sparkle Ridge came to be and to give you guys a little bit more of the backstory about Anita's company. So Anita, why don't you bring us way back to when this idea first was sparked um, and what gave you that spark and how did it evolve? Um, well, I think the thought of doing some something with horse related or apparel related in the horse industry has always been something on the way far back of my mind, even in in college. But um, I would have to say it really started to grow after my um, bikini competitor suit making company um, started to really establish itself. And I was able to um, take some time and expand and look to see what the next step could possibly be for me in alignment of where my passions are. So I would say it's probably been heavier in my mind for the last six years. I did some research when I was pregnant with my first, and then I did more research when I was pregnant with my second. And then it came to life um, after a trip to Pennsylvania to an equine career conference last November. Um, the drive home was 17 hours. We spent the entire time developing the business plan and putting thoughts and ideas and dreams onto paper and then took took at, took off, I think, in January with, with goals to set free at um, the Minnesota Horse Expo in April. So how did you come up with the name for Sparkle Ridge? Because I know I, I believe it was decided upon on the drive along with the business plan. Yeah. So maybe what, share with us if you can remember some of maybe the other ideas or how did you settle on Sparkle Ridge or how did that um, get its name? Funny thing is, is um, we've done a ton of research um, about performance uh, apparel in the Western, Western industry. We've done a ton of research now, but when we worked on developing the name of the company, we had not or very little uh, in depth with that. But on the drive home, my husband was very adamant on sparkle he just it's how he always referred to rhinestones or sequins as sparkle and ridge was just a natural thing to gravitate towards because you have peak of a mountain peak of a diamond or a, the diamond shape the ridge or peak of a back of a horse so ridge just kind of encompasses a bunch of different um meanings and direction and sparkle is just what we deal in Sparkle is a big part of the company and part of that, that glam of what performance apparel um, is in the Western industry. And I know when you first started this company, it was not a slow start by any means. You, I believe you picked up the Minnesota Horse Expo um, without any materialized products created already. And you committed to that um, yeah. prior to having any actual huh. products. Huh. So what were you thinking during that process? Um, I actually, was it on the way home? I don't know. I don't remember. But I've been doing uh, seminars and expos and eventing with booths and tables for the last, probably since Anytime Fitness, so for the last 10, 11 years. So that was something that was very natural to me to be able to get those stars aligned and make all that happen. I chose that as a goal to make sure that we didn't waste our time or just get kind of too lazy when you're kind of passionate and getting something going, you're all fired up and ready to rock and roll and you can burn out really quickly. But if you set that goal with, with that award or that 
that weekend in mind, then it kept us on track and on pace. I knew I started building shopping carts and designing on the back end, but I didn't start making purchases till mid-January. Uh, knowing that I wanted the booth at the Minnesota Horse Expo to be filled and um, look as though we have been a company that's been around for a long time. And so you had want you wanted to be at the state fair. I don't know if that was specifically part of your dream, um, but I know that it was definitely a surprise as to how fast that dream would become a reality. So how did getting into the state fair happen? What was that journey like? I know it was very short and unexpected. So again, just as we were reaching up high and trying to get the Minnesota Horse Expo to happen and make happen, and we paid our normal entry fee, but to me it was a bigger chance to, to trial run everything. The Minnesota State Fair and the Quarter Horse Congress were two shows that were on my goal list. Uh, I also know that the Minnesota State Fair is very strict on what they accept and what they won't. So if I'm going to present to them um, a new business that they would want to accept, I knew I needed to come with proper content. So again, the, the reason of the Minnesota Horse Expo was to set that base and establishment to reach out to the Minnesota State Fair. While we were at the expo, they were actually circling the Coliseum and the expo looking for new people to add to the Coliseum sector of the, of the State Fair. So we were actually approached um, and invited to um, see if we wanted to participate with the fair. We were very excited um, when I say we, I say my husband and I as Sparkle Ridge, and then we also sell gunpowder and gloss lipstick um, and lip gloss from our website, and that is also a Minnesota-based company. So we are splitting a booth with them, and they get to market and develop their brand, and we get to do the same for us. So it was an opportunity that was actually gifted and presented to us uh, during the Minnesota Horse Expo. So it just kind of the stars aligned. I would say it happened a year earlier than I expected. Um, for many people who are on a waiting list for the state fair, it could have happened five years earlier than expected. Uh, but the plans of the company was purposely built to reach out to a market that hasn't been fulfilled in a while. That's awesome. And we'll jump into a little bit more about the state fair in a little bit here. Um, but I just want to ask a couple more questions around the brand um, and some of the pieces. Um, so when it comes to your logo, um, so we have the Sparkle Ridge as well as the stud. So can you explain um, what the soon-to-be infamous, hopefully, um, stud looks like and where that inspiration came behind that? The stud is actually something really close to my heart because I knew with this company, with my previous company before, we wanted a very luxurious-looking brand. And as we developed uh, my husband's company, we did something a little bit more franchisable and then with this one I knew it needed to be something easily cut out of vinyl easily worked with easily plugged and placed all over without being offensive or standing out so when you're working with rhinestones and sparkles that uh, having a something that looks like a diamond but not a diamond would would work out perfectly having ridge in our title and having the peak of the diamond looking kind of like a mountain, the bottom looking like a diamond shape, just kind of melded the word Sparkle Ridge together. Uh, when we figured out the name of the company, we still, I could not in my mind put it on to paper of what I was hoping for, for that logo to be. The stud in which we call it 
is meant to be that Nike swoosh. It is meant to be that apple to apple. It is meant to be that logo that can be plucked away from everything else and still be recognizable from a distance. Um, so I reached out to an old college friend who I knew that we melded really well with design ideas and concepts and we worked really easy together. So I reached out to her and she had this in the first, the first plug back. She had the, the, the stud and it was, we didn't change that at all. I knew that that was it, the simplicity of it and how it could be worked into the designs and everything. So the stud is, is, um, is planned for a bigger purpose to be able to work within the, the actual design concept and use as that logo when you're wearing the casual apparel or wearing the costume apparel in the arena. And is there any um, rhyme or reason behind the signature color or where did the color palette come from for Sparkle Ridge? Oh, turquoise was, I kind of like originally thought more of an electric bluish turquoise that would have this vibrancy to it, almost this neon package to it. And it's really hard to find it um, with fabric and it's hard to find it online and get them to match is not easy. And then just heading back to the original roots of a lot of the Western jewelry apparel and stuff, the turquoise is a very, a, a very uh, popular stone. I guess you would call it in color in the Western industry. So it kind of with the modern look of the logo and the color turquoise, it's once again, melding old and new. And that's what the design concept is for the company as well. It's old and new. It's just putting a modern twist on what we appreciate of Western wear. Same for the logo. So when it comes to the individual pieces that you have, um, where do you pull your inspiration from or in what point throughout the design process do you, uh, are you inspired by or does each piece have its own theme and what do pieces do you have available to sell? Um, what types? Because I know there's different, pe different people wear different um, ensembles. So can you give us a rundown of what those different ensembles are, how they're used? Um, and We'll so right now with the company, we have a couple different sectors that we're working with and developing. Uh, we're going to be putting together packages and a catalog to reach out to saddle shops to develop the brand that it can be um, a marketed brand that could be sold within tack and saddle shops. We are also doing the custom one-of-a-kind pieces that, that again could be sold in saddle shops, but they would not be carrying that product. You'd be ordering that product through them. Um, with the custom pieces, it would then be ordered online. And then I would go in and de design that piece, uh, one of a kind piece or however it would be color coded or whatever, um, on the computer. And then I would custom make that, that piece. We also stock more of your base layer garments or your layering up garments where you can have a sequin top that isn't breaking the bank but you can mix and match it with the collar or wear it underneath your all day jacket or any of your horsemanship um, tops. So it's kind of taking all of what um, pleasure, Western pleasure classes would be, would be asking for and melding it together where you can develop a bunch of looks through one color scheme, or you can even mix and match different Sparkle Ridge um, looks and designs throughout the summer. So you're not working with one jacket for the summer. You can be working with three different concepts that are going to be within or near the same price range as the, the one of a kind pieces. 
and everything is just built and designed to your budget. So wherever you're spending or any events coming with, we can overly rhinestone or we can look to develop something that would be, be a little bit more base level with a lot of sparkle, but not going to be heavy in the wallet type of a, we, we can hit all markets, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And for when it comes to like taglines and slogans, kind of dipping back into the brand a little bit. Um, what is, is there, do you have any taglines or slogans for Sparkle Ridge in mind or surrounding the state fair itself? Um, with the state fair, we're leaning towards calling our booth more, uh, Western rhinestone exhibit just to invite the general public to come and just explore what the Western industry is and, and why cowboys wear rhinestones or the Western performers used to, or even the, the gals of today, um, gals and guys of today that that perform um for the company is we are uh we are a western performance apparel company i want to say we have a tagline but it's not in my head right now and we have something but i <laughs> no can't worries. think of it thought i'd throw you on the spot that's there. okay riley would be shaking his head right now <laughs> that's all right we'll, we'll pretend to edit this yeah. out so when it comes to these design pieces, so you're actually, even though our podcasters cannot see, you're actually currently working on a very special piece for the exhibit. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the piece you're working on? Correct. Yeah, I am. So with the state fair and what we're kind of doing, because it came upon us so quickly and the company is, is still growing and reaching out. We're st still trying to figure out who we are and who our clientele is. I'm kind of going out on a limb here for the Minnesota State Fair, and we're just going to have fun with it. We were trying to figure out how to fill the booth and not make it a huge financial flip for the family and not be stressed out. So we're taking all the product that we already have, and we're just trying to make it as awesome as possible, as fun as possible, and over the top as possible. And then we're turning it into more of what you could feel if you were going to a museum exhibit that was showcasing specific apparel. Um, now, none of the garments have been worn by Elton John, but if Elton John were to wear one and we were going to have a, a, a floating exhibit, this is, this is kind of how it would be. Even though the pieces are brand new and have never have been worn, they're going to be displayed as though they were a significance to the past, present, or, yeah, you know, possibly the future, I guess. Uh, so the one I'm working on right now, we're calling the kaleidoscope jacket. And it's more of just this no rhyme or reason type of pattern that melds purples and greens together. And when you look at it, it if you look through a paper cylinder, it, it can resemble with light on it, a kaleidoscope. And the entire jacket is built um, where it isn't 100% identical as you rotate around. So at, it may look similar, but nothing as it rotates around the mannequin is identical to the rhinestoning. So it's been a fun artistic way to take Western wear and put a creative art artist twist on it and still be able to have it as performance wear. That's one of the top ones that we've been talking about. Another one is that we're calling the Queen of Hearts. It looks like the queen of hearts card like a playing card so that's another fun one that needs to be finished in rhinestone as well we're just kind of taking the designs that i took and worked on over the winter that came to life 
right before the Minnesota State Fair, but not everything was able to be sewn up right away. So we've taken our time, taken a step back, and started to develop the piece as a whole ensemble. Uh, we're building chaps. I have lime green chaps that will be at the fair. We have purple chaps. We have burgundy chaps. We're going to have something a little bit over the top that some people would be more more reserved or not necessarily would be leaning towards. But if it was more affordable, you might be willing to take a bigger risk on what you wear or more, more open to trying different colors and bold statements if it wasn't going to cost a tremendous amount of money to make that happen. And that's what we're kind of aiming for here. Yes, I love it, bringing the glitz and glam at um, an affordable price and a customized option back to the arena. So um, tell us a little bit more about the State Fair. Um, so we talked about the exhibit. Um, can you tell us where you're going to be located and how you can find uh, out more information? We are in the Coliseum at the State Fair, booth 110. We'll be handing out little marketing cards, inviting people to the booth as well. We have it labeled on our Facebook page and Twitter page as well. Um, we are, it's the backside of the Coliseum. We're there all 12 days of the fair. We might be adding and changing. I think I'm going to bring my rhinestone board and keep rhinestoning while I'm there. Uh, we should have people hitting the streets and marketing and chatting about things as well. Um, but we're definitely excited to be part of the Coliseum crew. Awesome. Well, um, do, do we have any more concluding thoughts or additions we'd like to add to let people know about who Sparkle Ridge is, what we're all about, things that we have? Is there anything else? We definitely are hoping the booth to be interactive and for people that even if you're never going to buy a Western jacket, if you're interested and want to stop by a free exhibit of, of cool sparkle rhinestones, by all means, take a break when you're lapping the Coliseum, stop in, look at the free exhibit, look at the free rhinestones, and see a little bit of the past, present, and future of what Western performance apparel is. I, that's our main goal. We are hoping to have people start to hear Sparkle Ridge, see our brand, see our logo, and know what we're, we're striving to become. And that's our main goal of the fair, trying to get people to the booth just to experience uh, what Western Performance Apparel is. Awesome. Well, come check us out at the State Fair, everybody. Hopefully, we'll see you at the Coliseum. Um, we'd love to hear any questions you have, and we'd love to see your face out at the State Fair. So stop by in between your food on a stick. All right. See you next episode. Bye.